Yo, yo, what it do, motherfuckers? Back in here again. I know I'm late. I promised I would be here Friday, and I lied. Um, partly because this video game called Ghost of Tsushima dropped, and it has basically consumed my entire life. Um, interestingly enough, I see I noticed that Joe Rogan is trending today, and he they took out an a clip of him saying that video games are a waste of time and a lot of people are kind of shitting their pants about it and i gotta tell you like this happens to, to joe a lot like they they just will take one thing that he says and uh there's usually more explanation about it later but i have to agree video games are a goddamn waste of time if you're not a professional and you're not making money if you're not streaming um, trying to accumulate followers so that you can actually make money, you know, have ads, sell products, then what, what, what are you really doing? You know what I mean? It's just fun. You know, it's, they're super dope. This, this game is the best comprehensive attempt at making a samurai game. It is the best ever. Game of the year, hands fucking down. I haven't touched my piano in a, since I got this fucking game. All right? I haven't done shit else. Right? I've I've put off all my chores, all kinds of shit. I don't feel like cooking. I don't feel like exercise. I just want to play this goddamn game. This game has sucked me into this vortex. No, a video game should not be this good, right? Where the fuck is it? Oh, goddamn! I think it's downstairs. It is hands down like one of the best game. It's the best game that I've played since uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. Right, right. And I played that. I played that through twice. And this game, if you play it the story mode only, like just the main story, it's 25 hours of gameplay. And I did every side mission all the way up to it, and it finished the main story today. Well, not every side mission. There's like a few left here and there. So just to kind of give you some perspective and understanding though, as to where I was at when I was actually on the sticks with this motherfucker. Talk about where... I, I'm surprised this controller has lasted because I wore that motherfucker out. This game is too good you get four stances you have all these uh uh techniques and tactics to assassinate the mongolian uh army and navy that has tried to take over the island of japan called tsushima and they try to take over that island and then go on to mainland japan uh, thanks to jen sakai he stopped the the mongol horde from entering the mainland and now he must finish uh, taking out the Mongol forts because they're still attempting to uh, hit mainland Japan, even though their follower died to the blade of Jin Sakai, right? And I think uh, his name, the bad guy's name was Koten Khan. I think he's the grandson of Gen Genghis Khan because Genghis had a fuck ton of kids. He's, uh, I think he's the son of Koten. No, 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 uh, Kotal. I, I don't remember. Whatever. Oh, God. So these video games have just sucked me into this vortex. It's just the storyline is so good. The way that you can you can customize your your character is just too badass. The Samurai armor is probably the sickest ever. Like, who's really fucking with them on that one? You're just not. The scary masks. Uh, I'm, fucking, I'm fucking fighting these Tengu demons over these swords. You know what I mean? Trying to find these uh, ancient relics, you know? Uh, you get all these different armor loadouts that uh, help your character along. They'll, they'll uh, help your detection speed be uh, to go down lower when you're sneaking around. Uh, 
uh, massively increase your health, give you a uh, boost on your heavy attacks, um, and your melee weapons, your kunais, your sticky bombs, you know what I mean? Your poison darts, which I haven't even used that much, you know? But because there's so much shit in this game that you can't even do all, like, like you have too many techniques at your disposal and your repertoire and your skill tree that you won't be able to, you don't even need to use all of them. You know what I'm saying? And so everybody's kind of butthurt. And I know Joe Rogan is a, um, what's that game that he likes? Um, it's not Mass Effect. It's uh, it's some game. But he, he knows firsthand uh, how much of a waste of time it is. Because he said that he got a hard line back in the 90s put into his house so that he could play online faster. So he understands thoroughly uh, like what he's saying. You know what I mean? I think uh, people are kind of jumping out the window on him. Uh, like people have called them all right, this, this, and that, but they haven't even listened to his other podcasts where he's actually trying to wrap wrap his mind about around the black experience in America. You know, like they, they won't listen to that shit. Motherfuckers do want to pick and choose. I'll tell you that shit right now. That's why I like. That's why I give Joe Rogan a pass. You know what I mean? Striving for perspective. You know what I'm saying? So that's that, that's one thing that I always looked up to him for because he's he's just curious. You know, he's curious about a lot of things. And uh, he has a lot going on, so uh, hopefully my podcast is like his. You know, what I mean, I could just have, I could invite all these guests. You know what I'm saying? I get to talk to all these interesting people. Shit, that's that's the real cool shit. He had this guy on. Uh, he's a blues musician named Daryl Davis, and uh, he con- Daryl Davis converted uh, Klansman, and he was explaining to Joe how that happened, and that was a really good story too. But other than that. Uh, a lot of people are shitting their pants. And like, and the last people you think who would turn on Joe Rogan are the nerds. That's the funniest shit. Like, you you can't talk about my video games like that. Like, my roommate is a gamer, right? Every day, nonstop, 24-7 on the game. And he's a computer gamer. Just on there, rocking and rolling. You know what I mean? And I, I'm excited for this game to be over, so I have, so I won't be, it's, so I won't be tempted to play it. And I just can't, I just don't understand because we had the video game drought, and they dropped The Last of Us Part Two. That was everybody was looking forward to that one. In March, we were supposed to have Cyberpunk, but they pushed that one back. I'm pretty sure they're gonna wait for the PS5 release for that. I think I talked about that already. And they dropped this game, and automatically like it's hard to even find the hard copies anymore right because now everybody just has to download it because the all the hard copies flew off the damn shelves so after the video game drought this is probably the best time for them to drop this game because call of duty is just too convoluted like i have to i have to take up all this space on my playstation for um what is the fucking free-for-all shit that they play warzone i don't even play warzone but you don't have an option you have to download that shit and that fucking bugs the shit out of me it's like and the 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 data that it has already is fucking massive it already cracked 120 gigabytes right and i don't even use half of that like if like because i got so damn bored with that game because it was just non-stop non-stop 
And now if this game would have came out when the, the quarantine was hitting its heaviest, because, I mean, I'm back to work five days a week. You know what I mean? So it's like if if this game would have dropped during the high, like early April, end of March, if this game would have dropped around that time or whatever, when uh, uh, like a couple weeks after they dropped Warzone, I think it would have took off even more. But, I mean, honestly, I think they hit a sweet spot. So uh, I'm happy for these guys. Sucker Punch, you know, they did a good job. Um, I'm excited. I, I hope there's not a sequel. Uh, I hope they try to do a ninja one next. I think that'd be tight because in the game they had the Ronin. Uh, and some of the Ronin were also ninja. But in this story, they weren't. there weren't any ninjas here. So I think that they're going to save that for the next game. What am I doing on time here? I'm going to run away off in a second here. Uh, so I think that they're going to save ninjas for the next one. Um, I'm not going to give any spoilers about the story yet because I know that there are people who listen to my podcast who are actually playing the game. And I'm sure, I'm sure they didn't get through it all the way that I did. I I just got, I burned through that fucker. I was just going and going and going and going. That was the first time I've been up for a long time playing a video game since Spider-Man 2 dropped in, what year was that? Was it oh, oh three oh four? That was the last time I got this excited about a video game. And uh, that game, I just fucking maxed it out because it was just, because at the time it was just groundbreaking because Spider-Man is actually falling in the sky comprehensively swinging from buildings. It hasn't happened before. It hasn't happened yet. Because in the Spider-Man games before that, he was just swinging in a straight line. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't he wasn't flying off the building, doing a dive, hitting this building, going up, hitting the next one, actually moving like Spider-Man. You know what I'm saying? And you know what? I ha- I'm already about to correct myself because when Arkham Asylum dropped, that shit was off the chain too. So Spider-Man 2, Batman Arkham Asylum, and now Ghost of Tsushima. So I'm really happy that I got to play it. I'm happy that I got to exist at a time when a game like that fun could actually drop because, you know, fucking dudes just play Call of Duty and 2K for the most part. I know my homie Chuck, he's got Tsushima, Brandon, he's got it too. Sorry, I'm playing it on there. And uh, But everybody else, they just play fucking Call of Duty and 2K and Madden. And uh, I, I'm starting to get tired of the same games over and over again. So, and 2K just costs too much money, man. Actually, like, I'm pretty sure people play 2K more than I play Ghost of Tsushima, so. Man, so now I'm starting to understand why why women get upset at you when you play video games for a, a large portion of the day is because you're not actually accomplishing anything for, to, like, the, you're you're not... You're not learning it, learning a skill, you know what I'm saying, that could actually help you in the real world. You know what I'm saying? If you were learning an instrument, if you were learning woodworking, metalworking, welding, et cetera, et cetera, or uh, if you were fixing things around the house, you know what I'm saying? You're just sitting there glued to a television, just clicking buttons, clicking buttons, clicking buttons. You know what I mean? And don't get me wrong. I love clicking these motherfucking buttons, but I also see how stupid it is because you're not accomplishing anything. It's, it's a great void filler. Right, because we only have so much time on this earth, you know what I'm saying. And I, of course, it's not that serious, but you have to kind of like take like take a step back and look at it and be like, yeah, yeah, it is kind of. I'm not really accomplishing anything. I like I'm not helping anybody. You know what I'm saying. I'm not learning a skill or a trade. It's just 
absolute just fun and entertainment. But also the way that people just stare at their television and watch Netflix all day. It's the same thing. You know what I mean? Um, just uh, same Jack in a different suit, I guess you could say. But, uh, yeah, so I've been trying to, after this, after this, I'm, I'm going to get back on the wagon and organize my time the way that I was. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't. I'm not. I've worked out really. You know what I mean? Even though working out at home is fucking terrible. Like let's let's just be honest. You know, because I really hate the people who are like, oh yeah, you can work out at home. You get a great workout at home. I was like, this is my place of rest. Why the fuck do I want to work out at home? This is my dojo. This is my inner sanctum. All right. This is a place of rest and relaxation and rejuvenation. God damn it. I don't want to sweat on the damn floor I just swept. What the fuck are you talking about? It's way better to work out at a place where the couch isn't there and your entertainment system isn't there. They're like, well, you got to have the discipline. Well, you can eat a dick, all right? How about that? All you Instagram uh, exercisers, you pieces of shit. God damn it. Fucking California just closed all the goddamn gyms again. Again. And I do understand. Everybody's like, people won't wear a mask. Yeah, people ain't wearing masks out here. You know what I'm saying? Look. Is that the reason? I don't know. Look, like I said, I'm not a doctor. Anyway, well, what the fuck was I talking about? Working out at home. Yeah, this shit is trash. I fucking got a kettlebell. Fucking doing these dumbass kettlebell swings. I'm doing like 100 squats. You know what I mean? Like, I'm fucking doing um, ab workouts with them, Turkish get-ups. And I'm like, yeah, it's just it just does not hit the same. Because I think working out around others kind of gives you that extra little boost. Like, I need to go a little bit harder. Uh, I can't really run like that right now because I'm still like waiting for my damn calf to heal up so I can actually do it because I'm I'm afraid that I'll fuck it up again. So now that I'm actually able to walk and not have any pain, I'm kind of worried about that shit. Cause man, boy, I just want to go to the damn court and hoop. I just I was sitting there at the dog park next to the the basketball court and I was just looking. I was like, man, these motherfuckers are trash. I would just go out there and dog walk these niggas right now. And I just couldn't. I was just looking at my leg. I was like, you piece of shit. Fucking asshole, you betrayed me. Even though I technically betrayed you because I didn't stretch before or after. And I try to just be pushing myself. Yeah, I know it was my fault. God damn it. I watch uh, Jeff Cavalier on YouTube. He's a he's a um, trainer, you know, fitness expert. He's a legit, you know, he's a, he's a sports medicine doctor. And, uh, you know, he's uh, like like people with different types of mentalities. Uh, they're like, why aren't you like me? You know what I mean? Because th- like like everybody kind of has that thing that's a little different. You know what I mean? Like that's why Jordan can't coach a basketball team because he's like, why can't you do what I do? I do it. You know what I'm saying? Like like people who are like super amazing at things like aren't really that good at coaching. Like undersized point guards always become good coaches. You know what I'm saying? But what the fuck was I saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, Jeff Cavalier. I love him. He has great information. Like, he's the well of knowledge that I go to when I'm ever looking for something. But when he's talking about, you know, losing weight and eating right, he is different because he doesn't have uh, – he's not addicted to sugar or anything like that. Uh, I guess he – every year on his birthday has a piece of carrot cake and he doesn't really even want it. You know what I mean? I'm like, dude, you're just a different type of person. You know what I'm saying? Uh I think he's about like five, eight ish or whatever, just yoked as fuck. You know what I'm saying? 
and I'm like, dude, like, if you don't have, if you don't look at a pizza and, like, almost ejaculate, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't understand what what we're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Because this shit is just too good. Like, especially a fucking uh, hand-tossed Domino's pizza from, uh, uh, yeah, with uh, some green and red peppers, some pepperoni and pineapples on it. God damn. Probably gonna order one of them bitches here in a second. You know he doesn't understand that. He doesn't understand that people like ice cream. You know what I mean? Like, like you're just absolutely different. You know, I mean, it's the same way that people look at David Goggins. You know, he can tap into this inner demon dog that's inside of him, and like a lot of people, really can't even understand that or even do that. You know what I'm saying? It's like almost superhuman. So, god damn, he's fucking. Like, you could do it, you know what I'm saying? You just gotta be this and that. Like, we're at home. We're at home. Motherfucker, we at home. You got a whole gym to your disposal still. Like, nigga, what is you talking about? You ain't like the average motherfucker. You ain't even working out at home. Like, what the, what the hell are people really talking about? Like, shut the fuck up. Goddamn. I'm thoroughly upset about this, as you can tell. Another thing that I get thoroughly fucking upset about is when people send me unavailable posts on instagram i'm gonna show you this trick all right now follow along some people know this but the vast majority doesn't i'm gonna show you a trick all right now you go to a post right and when you hit the little the little paper plane it'll a little red banner will pop up under the post and say that they're a private account now what you do is you go to the person, you, you click on the person you want to send it to, you go to their profile and see the, see if they're already following that person because that's the only way that they're going to be able to see that shit, right? And if it's a still photograph, screenshot it, then send it. If it's a video, screen record it, then send it. Don't tell me to follow somebody so you can show me this shit. I don't want to see that shit. This shit on social media is fucking starting to really bore the shit out of me. I think I talked about it last week. Like, I'm just, have been so uninterested in it. Like, I'm not getting the dopamine that you, you get from looking at these colorful pictures. What's up, sweetie? I'm not getting the, the dopamine response that you get from looking at all the colorful pictures and all this shit. As I get distracted with social media. There we go. Yeah, so that that's that's how you do it, right? A little banner will pop up in red and say, this page is private. People have not figured this out, especially in all the group chats that I'm in. How do you guys not know this yet? Stop sending me unavailable. Screenshot it, record it, send it to me. Boom. Ugh. Unavailable all the time. It's like, why, why, why are we doing this? What are we, what are we doing? I was going to go get some Mexican food, but I ended up deciding to cook these steaks that I got in the fridge. Made me some steak and little eggs. And then I was really reluctant to actually do this podcast because I wanted to get on this game, uh, unfortunately. But I did clean both my bathrooms and fucking clean my room, clean the living room, wash my clothes, folded them all up, clean the kitchen. So I think I have a little bit of an excuse to actually play the game. My schoolwork doesn't start up again for another few weeks, so I don't really have too much to do. Outside of my already the hobbies that I already have, so that's been good. A friend told me 
asked me to talk about um, Operation Legend going on in Kansas City because a young baby got shot this summer, and uh, they've enacted his name was Legend, so they dubbed the operation after him so that uh, in President Trump's words, uh, more children wouldn't be will not be victims to violent crimes in our city's neighborhoods. Um, you know what's really interesting is that you know, what is martial law? So I remember martial law, military government involving the suspension of ordinary law. Okay, so interestingly enough, right, I remember when Obama was the president and there were a lot of people talking about because like now a lot of people on the right are can are really into conspiracy theories now as of late like the past like six years or so they've gotten really into these uh conspiracy theories and i'm i'm right there with them you know what i'm saying i love the conspiracy theories i'm i'm interested in them like there's no way that hillary clinton had 56 friends that committed suicide you know what i'm saying like let's keep it a buck here all right let's just cut the shenanigans you wanted me to vote for this lady fuck out of here um now okay so martial law that's that's a pretty succinct definition. Military government involving the suspension of ordinary law. So everyone thought that on the right that President Obama was going to enact martial law. This was the big the big uh, theory at the time. They were like, oh, he's just doing this so that he can enact martial law. And then now we have the military rolling through the streets and then policing us. And then we don't have freedom of speech. This is that. Now, interestingly enough, legend uh, Operation Legend is semi-martial law i think the federal agents federal agents are now uh operating in kc you know what i mean and i think uh huh okay so so it's a headline says kc Mayor Lucas says staffer gave the green light for Operation Legend without his knowledge. Uh, Trump's Operation Legend was supposed to combat crime. It produced one arrest. Let's see, we got here. So, I don't know. It sounds like the military and federal agents are going to be policing cities now, uh, which I find ironic now that people on the right are supporting it, even though it seems a lot like martial law. Call me crazy. But um, I, I guess it's uh, a, a lot has gone into um, Portland because uh, Portland was a hotbed for uh, a lot of ridiculousness and uh, preposterousness, I guess you could say, um, with the Chaz and I think it was Chan was the other one or whatever. So they... They basically drove out, drove the cops out of this area in Portland and said, there are no laws. This is a lawless town. We're going to operate off trade and this, this, and that. And immediately the people started getting killed. Um, people were getting raped. They put up borders anyway, uh, which is one thing they said they weren't going to do. No, no um, trade actually went on. Uh, someone tried to be the ruler of the area. Of course, which is what always happens. And uh, a lot of fuckery went on. Interestingly enough, a lot of a lot of wild shit happened. 
I thought it was interesting. But it says federal agents begin descending in earnest on Kansas City, Missouri this week as a part of an operation that will have them working with local detectives to interview suspects and witnesses and sift through evidence in an effort to quell violent crime. Uh, U.S. officials said the operation in any other administration uh, might have been largely seen as inoffensive for a city that has experienced a massive spike in homicide from the prior year. But the timing, just after federal officers and military guard violently cracked down on racial justice demonstrators in Portland, Oregon, the president uh, threatened to dispatch U.S. law enforcement to other cities. Uh, could hardly be worse. I read that wrong. So this is the last paragraph I'm going to read. In no small part of Trump's politically charged rhetoric, local activists and officials have come to view with suspicion the more than 200 agents sent to Missouri from the FBI, DEA, and the U.S. Marshals and other federal agencies. Some officials said that they were not consulted and do not know the precise plan. After the Trump administration announced Wednesday it would increase the federal presence in Chicago and Albuquerque. Why Albuquerque? That's strange. I didn't know Albuquerque was popping like that. Uh, local officials there greeted the news icily. So, I guess in Chicago, the mayor didn't sign off on it. You know, I'm going to read more into it, but I think a lot of fuckery is going to ensue after that. Uh, if they have unmarked people just throwing people in vans and taking them, like, we're no different from China. Because that's, that's like a page right out of their fucking book. And maybe they're like, you know what, fuck all this shit. We're going to go straight authoritarian. We're going to take a page out of them, out of Chinese corona book and fucking get these motherfuckers up out of here. Because they have reporters disappearing left and right all the time. You know what I mean? Because they're, they're already completely in a police state. You know, they have a social credit score. And um, I think that's what's going to go on here after the, uh, you know, the mask policing, you know. Um, like I said, I'll wear one when I go out in public just to make other people feel comfortable. Some people are like, oh, no, my rights. But I think that they had the same thing when seatbelts uh, became mandatory. People were like, no, fuck this. I don't like it. So, I don't know. I think it just, you know, it just goes around the sun and just comes back again. No, I don't think it's a new phenomena. Other than that, you know what? I'm uh, running out of steam here. So uh, this has been the uh, Gutter Sluts podcast. Uh, keep it a bean. Keep it a stack. Keep it a buck. You feel me? Um, I will be back ASAP as soon as possible. You feel me? Hopefully I'm back Thursday because that's the next day off. And then uh, I'm actually going to answer some of these questions that have been sitting in my inbox. Uh, I shall peace. 911, what's your emergency? Señora, ¿me está diciendo que un tren le pegó a una camioneta? Sí, yo pensé que alcanzaría a cruzar, el hijo iba rápido, creo, y después... ¡Ay, Dios mío, qué horror! No puedes saber a qué velocidad viene un tren. Por eso están los señalamientos de advertencia. Obedécelos. Alto, el tren no para. Mensaje de Netza.